All right, how about this? Can you hear me now? All right. All right. Well, we're going to switch over. Uh, hi, I'm Aaron. We're going to switch over really quick to, to our Minty. So if you could switch over. Those of you who have devices, you are more than welcome to connect in. There's going to be, there's going to be a, you go to minty.com. There's a code to put in. And let's just see which best Halloween candy. If you don't have one, that's okay. You can just yell out which one you think. Peanut butter cups. Peanut butter cups. I don't know. Snick, Snickers is winning right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, one vote is a majority. Okay, there we go. Reese's. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, Reese's. Reese's. Uh, Reese's is still winning. I think you're getting the hang of it. Okay, 11 people have voted. Poor Hershey bar. Poor, no wonder Hershey, Pennsylvania is going into, you know. Oh, Snickers pulled ahead by a peanut. All right, anybody else? Oh, 14 people. Oh, oh Reese's is really, really moving ahead now. Okay, well, just a little bit of fun here to get everybody in there, uh, get you working with your device. And so what we're, t- we're talking about today, everyone, let's see, um, okay, 19 people, Reese's one, Snickers bar, poor Hershey. Okay. Yeah, right, I mean, when you're jonesing for chocolate, you know, I'll eat just about anything, right, even dollar store chocolate. All right. Well done, everybody. So today we're beginning our Believer Series, the month of whatever this is, November. We're doing our Believer Series. We're, the next four weeks we're going to do our Believer Series when, when it's talking about believing in God in all kinds of different circumstances, all kinds of different ways, when maybe when difficult times that is hard to believe in God. This is about believing, and today is when God is silent, okay? So that's that's what we're talking about, when it seems like God is silent, and I bet a lot of us have, have thought of that. And our source text for today is Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 1, so you can either turn in your Bible there or on your phone or whatever. Habakkuk 1, 1 through 4, and 2 through 1 through 5, Okay? Yes, Habakkuk is an Old Testament prophet, okay? Habakkuk, okay? Habakkuk is an interesting book where, you know, God and Habakkuk are basically having a conversation and God, and he's complaining to God, but I know you guys have never been angry at God or complained to God, have you? Right? You all, you all people of good faith, right? You don't you don't do that with God. So, let me read this to you today. The oracle that the prophet Habakkuk saw, and this is chapter 1 verse 1. And here's Habakkuk talking. Maybe you can relate to this. Oh, Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not listen? Or cry to you violence and you will not save? Why do you make me see wrongdoing and look at trouble? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law becomes slack and justice never prevails. The wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, judgment comes forth perverted. Now we're going to skip ahead to chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. I, and 
I will stand at my watch post and I will station myself on the rampart. I will keep watch to see what he will say to me, what God will say, right? What he will say to me and he will answer concerning my complaint. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision. Make it plain on tablets so that a runner may read it. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. For there's still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end and does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Look at the proud. Their spirit is not right in them, but the righteous live by their faith. Moreover, wealth is treacherous, and the arrogant do not endure. So church, Habakkuk was questioning God. He was, Habakkuk was saying to God, God, come on, man. Where? Why are you making me look at evil? Why are you silent? How come you're not helping out? Israel's God's people. You're our God. And yet these crazy Babylonians are coming for us. Why is this happening? And God answered him. Now the main point of today, guys, is when God seems silent, we can believe in God's wisdom even when he seems silent. What about the Oh, Babylonians. Um, Babylonians were a, uh, a nation of people a long time ago. Um, basically, the, they were located in the area of the present-day country of Iraq. Okay? Babylon was their, their main city, um, one of many through the Fertile Crescent. And their main, the main king that was coming to beat up on Israel was King Nebuchadnezzar. Maybe you've heard of him. Nope. Okay. Nebuchadnezzar. And what, you know, so what happened here, guys, is he is asking why, why, why? And so God answers him and he says, you can believe in God's wisdom even when God seems silent. When we don't know, we don't know. So, you know, one of my big problems, one of my main problems with God is that God doesn't tell me everything. <laughs> right? Maybe you could, God doesn't tell me everything. I'm like, God, why aren't you not helping me out here? How come you're not telling me? How come I'm not understanding? You know, occasionally some rare time this like streak of light will shine through the darkness of my weak understanding and, and I'll know. But a lot of times it seems like God doesn't give me the easy answers that I want. Right? I mean, shake your head yes if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, some of you okay. Come on, loosen up. I know you can get there. Right? When God seems silent, we're like, you know, we're like, man, this is confusing, right? To those of us who believe, it's confusing when God doesn't seem to answer what we want to know. To those who don't believe, it's a point of where they make fun of us. If your God's all powerful and all that and all that, you should know. God should be able to tell you, right? And you're like, yeah, I guess so. The silence of God is a confusing thing, right? But often we pray and pray and pray and like we try to work up more faith, right? Because we, we remember what Jesus said, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. And we're like, boy, I, I must not even have mustard seed faith because mountains aren't moving for me. Where are you, God? When God is silent, that's the problem, right? And Habakkuk had that very same problem. Because God was telling him that the Babylonian army was coming. 
they were coming as a judge, a judgment against Israel. Now, this is like 586 B.C., right? So this is what? 2000, whatever, math is escaping me right now. 586 before the zero, okay? This was a long time ago, and Israel was supposed to be God's people, and yet they were disobedient. They they couldn't quite follow the, the, the covenant. And Babylon was coming, and God said, you tell them that Babylon is coming as judges. And, and Habakkuk was like, why, God? We're your special people. You ever felt that way? Why, God? I'm your special person. Why are these non-believing, pagan, Babylonian, Marduk-worshiping people coming to kill us? Aren't you God? And God said to him just what we heard today. Because Habakkuk had this idea, too, and you see it all the way through the Old Testament, and I bet you see it in your own life. Good people are supposed to have good stuff happen to them. Bad people are supposed to have bad stuff happen to them. You ever believe that? Oh, I see, some of you say no, because you're, you're enlightened individuals. But you know what? When we, we kind of default to this sometimes, don't we? We're like, wait a minute, how come bad... How come bad stuff's happening to good people? How come little kids get whatever disease? Or How come, God? Because good stuff's supposed to happen to good people, and when bad stuff happens to good, we don't get it. And we, and we cup our ear, and we're like, God, why don't you tell me something? And we're really upset. And Habakkuk was kind of following that. You see it in the book of Job, too. And many people get angry at God about this time. And they clench their fist and they shake it and they say, God, I'm not going to believe in you anymore. I'm going to be angry at you, God, because you're not doing what I think ought to be done. And it's not fair and it's not right. And you're not doing this and that. You're not even talking to me, God. So I'm no longer choosing to believe in you. And that's a really a sad, sad state of affairs. Or our faith gets weak. And guys, and back to the main point, you can trust in God's wisdom when he seems silent. Okay, so are you experiencing any of this right now? Have you experienced any of this recently? This wondering where God is, this silence, this pain that you may be feeling and and wondering where God is. I I bet some of us have. Well, the good news is, what's what's the solution, right? What's the solution? What's the solution to all this and when God seems silent? In Habakkuk chapter 2, let's, let's go back to that. Let's see if I can go back. Oh, right there. Then the Lord answered me and he said, Write the vision. Make it plain on the tablets so that the runner may read it. For there is still a vision. Say Vision. For the appointed time, it speaks of the end, and it does not lie. If it seems to tarry, wait wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. That's what God told Habakkuk, everybody. He said, hold on. Hold on, for there is still a vision. God's got a vision. For Israel, 
God's got a vision for Habakkuk. God's got a vision for you. When God seems silent, hold on because God's got a vision. It will not tarry. Just wait. And that's the answers that God's given to us here. God has not over, been overtaken by evil and death, right? You believe that, right? God cannot be overtaken by evil and death. Amen? Amen. There you go. God cannot be overtaken by decay and sin. God is victorious in Jesus Christ, raised from the dead to defeat these things. And that's the vision that is true to us today. That's the vision for the future. Habakkuk, hold on. Man, I'm a kid from the 80s. I got that Wilson Phillips song running through my head. Hold on for one more day. <laughs> but they sing a lot better than me. <laughs> yeah, the, the other 80s children in the group were like, yeah, I was singing that too. You got to wait for it. Oh, church, you got to wait for it. God, God may not know, uh, not tell you everything. You may be wondering about in the, in the silence, God, where are you? But God says, your name here, write this down. The vision is still good. It will come. I have an end. It will not tarry. Please hold on. You'll notice God does not tell poor Habakkuk all the details. Just in case you were wondering, the Babylonian conquest of Israel was not a pleasant thing. There was lots of blood and gore. God doesn't say that. He says, hold on. It took decades for Israel to come back from Babylon. God doesn't let Habakkuk know any of that stuff. He didn't give him point by point, list by list to do this or that. He said, Habakkuk, you got to hold on, brother. You got to hold on, right? Because that's, that's the way it is with God. If you're a Christian person, you're a believing person, you'll notice what, what do you have in God? You have faith, right? Faith, right? That's, what, that's the hallmark of a, of a believing person. You know, it's like your badge. I'm a, I have faith. You'll notice your badge does not say certainty. Because when it's certainty, it's not faith. That makes sense. <laughs> right? That's right. right? When, when you were taking tests in school, you didn't know. You had faith that you were writing number C. That you didn't have certainty. You had faith. Because it's mostly C that teachers choose on multiple choice questions. When in doubt, Charlie out, right? That's what they'll tell you when you go to basic training. And as a Christian person, as a Habakkuk, as a, as a person of Israelite Jewish faith, God says, have faith, not certainty. So God, why are you, why are you silent? Have faith that there is a vision that it's going to be all right. I've got a plan in mind. And, of course, use your God-given brain. Right? Everything, everybody's like, yeah, bad thing. Every, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, sometimes you're stupid. Right? <laughs> right? Everything happens for, yeah, you're stupid. Right? If you eat all the Halloween candy, you will get cavities and gain weight. 
because you're stupid. You got to have faith. And so, church, I'm going to invite you to faith today. I'm not going to invite you to certainty. Does that mean God doesn't care or God isn't up anywhere? Or God? No, that means God's asking me to have faith and you to have faith. You know what? I've, I've often said that the, the faith in God, and, and this isn't real. This is so I can do this. Otherwise, I'd be like pouring it all over myself. Faith is like a candle. Have you ever walked in the dark with a candle? There's only light for about one more step, isn't there? It's not like a 67,000 billion lumen flashlight. You know, it's like burning hot like the sun. It's, it, it, it's just one step. And that's what faith is. I don't know what's at the far end, but I've got enough light to see one step at a time. One step at a time. And that's what faith is like. That's what God's inviting us to. That's what God was inviting Habakkuk and Israel to in the midst of a Babylonian invasion. And that's what God is inviting you to today in the midst of whatever you've got going on in your life. Whatever you've got maybe that's troubling you, God's inviting you to faith. You know, God doesn't, God doesn't cause bad things to happen, right? God doesn't cause death and cancer and depression. God doesn't cause any of that, but God will use the bad in my life for God's glory. God will use maybe, maybe the anxiety and depression that I may be facing to help someone else who has those very same things. Or maybe the, the tragedy in my life might be used for good in someone else's life when I join with them in love. God didn't cause it, but God will make good come from it. 